All right, welcome back to another episode, episode number eight of Garage Beers. Jim, Nick, and Cole here on June 4th. Here's tonight's rundown. We're going to talk Brooks Kepka and Bryson. LeBron, shitty beer review, as always. Share some of our summer college memories. And then uh, our hot topic of the night, I think, is going to be ghosts and paranormal activity. Okay. This is Garage Beers. All right, let's get right into it. So, so Cole, Brooks and Bryson, I mean, the best rivalry, rival, I can't even say it, best rivalry in... Rivalry. Rivalry. I can't say it. Rivalry. I can't say it. In the PGA right now. Literally, they're so far each other's heads, it's not even funny. Bryson walks behind Brooks, and he can't even fathom him. his spike sounds behind him at the PGA Championships to um, Brooks Kepka making a deal with Michelob Ultra, they, a video just got released on uh, Instagram, on Twitter. There's been, so this week at this tournament, anybody that said Brooksy, go Brooksy, good shot Brooksy, to Bryson, trying to mistake Bryson DeChambeau for Brooks, has gotten kicked out, has gotten ejected from the tournament. Police escorted out of the tournament. So uh, Brooks, or Kepka, his response on Instagram on Twitter has said the first 50 people that have gotten kicked out, if they tweet at Nickelodeon Ultra, then they will get a case of beer saying thank you for the support. So yeah. he's all about it, just saying thank That's you great. for the support. I love it. Like At this point in time, I'm on Brooke's side because I like the fact that DeShambo was pointing out people to get them kicked out for chirping him. It's like, dude, it was him and his cat. Yeah. Have a spine, like like seriously, that, that's the type of like, that's the type of person I just don't respect. I mean, dude, they're chirping to chirp, dude. Like, holy exactly. crap! Like, just exactly. fucking enjoy, embrace it. Mm-hmm. Like, and here's the hot take: Are Brooks and Bryson in on this together? No, no, chance. no, no. The no only reason why I say that is because Bryson's so methodical, so scientific on all the sh- different shit that he does. There's not a chance that he would put any of this together. He's yeah. too, like, about his own Plus, swing. you can see it. You can kind of see it developing through the years. Like, it was, like, a slow development. Oh, yeah. It's not like it just happened out of Especially nowhere. with the way that Brooks chirps people. Brooks called up one of his best friends, Dustin Johnson, at the fucking uh, U.S. Open a couple of years ago, two years ago, maybe last summer, when he was like, yeah, so half the field, if you make the cut, they're all going to shoot their way out of it because they're in the U.S. Open. So he said, I don't have to worry about 50% of the people that after they make the cut. Um, then within the top 20, 10 of them, they just suck under pressure. So I really only have to worry about five people. And you know what? Dustin, he doesn't know how to close. Yeah, I so do So he called that one of his that, best yeah. friends. And Although, then Dustin ended up winning. Yeah, I was about to say, Dustin won that round. Though. Yeah. So. I think it's good. I mean, right Brooks right. has no ball. I mean, Brooks, the only thing with Brooks is that he, the only thing I don't like about Brooks is that he is a little too cocky for me. Like, I'm all about fucking hitting bombs and hitting the ball far. But, like, him and his cocky mentality and, like, I don't practice. Yeah, he tries, show up. he's too nonchalant. He, he shows like, up. He practices, dude. Yeah. Like, he tries to play the old I don't care card a little too much. Yeah. You don't play D1 golf and yeah. you don't make PGA Tour without practicing. Where so, did he play? What? Where did he, he played play? at Florida State. Okay. Interesting. Someone else. I don't really have much to, to add to this. <laughs> I don't. 
truly care about either one of them. But one thing I would say is, though, I think this whole atmosphere is adding to the sport of golf. Oh, I agree. It's definitely making more of a broader, like, it's bringing the boozers into the game of golf. Yeah, 100%. And, and like, they all barstool brought the boozers into NASCAR. I mean, I NASCAR mean, was NASCAR always had the boosters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like how they started throwing that uh, infield party at Talladega. I mean, that's been since fucking no, the but Barstool like brought it to a whole. <laughs> no, new level I think they brought it to a more of a media level. To a media that level, was never but, there before, right? But in Talladega, it was like fucking. They would tailgate for two weeks before fucking Talladega. True. Like you could bring you your own can't cooler. Talk to me, can't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Yeah, all right, no, so what's I, next? All right, so uh, we'll give our, our weekly shout-out at Broussard Racing. Um, still haven't seen so, our so, so Broussard Racing, it's more of like a team than it is just him. Right. Because somebody on his team just won last week. I'm not with our car. Our car has not won yeah, yet. The, I don't so know. I don't know. Maybe raced. we're getting penalized for some, uh, you know, track inspections. I don't know. <laughs> uh, kind of hoping we, we get to see our car soon. But Bassard, keep giving us a shout out. You're doing great. All right, next topic. Uh, LeBron. Mm. Idiot. No longer in the conversation for GOAT. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he we was, for the longest great. time, I was, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would give 100%, 200%, whatever you want to LeBron, his game. I give him respect. He is one of the best players, best players of all time. He'll be in the conversation. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Whatever you want to give him, like he deserves it. I mean, what he's done for the game of basketball, he's changed it. What he does outside of basketball, he's changed it. But the GOAT conversation, no longer. Him leaving in game, was that? Game six. Six? Five, no, game five. No, it was game five. It was game five? No, game five, five, because they lost in game six. Game I thought five, it was 2-2. Two, two. No, it was 2-2, two, two, and that's the game he left in. Oh. Goats don't walk out on their team. No. They he left it with five minutes left. Get out of here. Jordan flew game. He played. He I, don't, I mean, he never left. He laughed at Isaiah Thomas that left because yeah, the Bulls beat him. Yeah. 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 So, I mean. Goats don't leave. No. You go ahead. Go be the bad boys. Where the bad boys at? Are they the greatest team of all time? No. So. Well, and then today I saw, like. Some Lakers fan account trying to make an excuse like say oh they were hurt they were injured no it, it like goes back to last season like how many weeks off like the Lakers had compared to other teams and like I it, I don't I I failed to understand where that comes into play what like, about the other team you that are in the championship the yeah, Miami you are you are professional athletes you have access to the best recovery Correct. equipment, the best nutrition, the best medicine. These dudes hoop all the time. You're telling me all these dudes yeah. that lost? That's that's also I heard also like, they were in the bubble. That's what I was about I, to say. That yeah. championship is it has an asterisk. asterisk yeah, for they didn't me. have the travel. They, they didn't have the fans to deal yeah, with. Yeah. That that championship has an asterisk for me. For sure, yeah. I mean, look at the end of the day, LeBron, hell of a basketball player. Yeah, individually. Might be one of the best individual basketball players mm-hmm. of all time. He's a physical, physical specimen. Yeah. Whoa, no, what, I mean without like, a doubt, he's he's an incredible basketball player. But I, I, the, I think the difference between him and MJ, the leadership. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. A lot of it. I mean, when you come down to it, what? I agree with this. The main. Well, I think there's a few. Not, I think there's a lot more. I, in all honesty, like it's either dude, LeBron can go. LeBron can go get a fucking bucket. Like, he can go to the rim, 
and like he gets fouled a lot. But I think we on MJ could too. But like ghost ghosts. Sorry, that segment. Was it segment six? Yeah. Seriously, that was wild. Um, I mean, but back to it. I mean, he can go get a bucket. I know MJ and stuff like that. But like MJ, he set his team up. Like he, and then the reason why, if you look at the records and whatnot on why the Bulls lost originally, why MJ was on the team, because he didn't trust his teammates. And then originally, so then once he started becoming the GOAT, he, I had this argument back in college with, with somebody that was all about LeBron. I said, listen, because he tried to bring up the whole stats of like MJ had a better team. He had this, he had that. He wasn't the stat leader. If you want to win championships, you got to let your teammates do what they're good at. Like, you shouldn't lead every single stat. That's not how you win championships. Right. Mm-hmm. And Dennis have, Rodman's a good example of that. Dennis Rodman. He fucking scores two points a game, but has that, thirty is 20 rebounds? Yeah. It's insane. You had, Michael I mean, Pitt. How many, oh, how many Pippen, games do you Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's going to fucking play defense on the best. Guess what? If I'm MJ, I'm going to let my guys. Guess what? When he won a championship, it's because he dished back a, a shot to Steve Kerr. He didn't force a shot. He trusts his teammates. He's told them in practice, you're going to need to make a shot. And LeBron doesn't do that. Yeah, a, LeBron with 10 out of 10 would take that shot. Right. Yep. And that's why MJ has won more championships. That's why he's won when he's and, gotten to those because he I learned think, that he needed to trust his teammates. So know, the whole argument can, that the stats, is LeBron the best stat player of all time? Possibly. If you look at the stats, he might be one of the best stats players of all time. But if you want to look at championships, trusting your teammates and leadership, basketball is more than just what the stats show. I think there's one stat that I will always look at, and it's record in the NBA Finals. Yeah, LeBron is three and six in the NBA Finals. Jordan, six and zero. I'm with you on that. Jordan shouldn't have come back. <laughs> that will tarnish a little bit of his goat, but um, the other thing, I don't think he gives a shit. Who? The dude. Poops money. Even though no, MJ does, you know, yeah, you know why? Because MJ is the most competitive person yeah. on this planet right now. He, you could fucking be walking down the stairs and he would race you down the stairs. The dude literally said. So there's a story out there. He was in the middle of a playoff series and he played 18 holes. He lost the first 18. He wasn't feeling great. He had to play another 18 holes because he needed to win his money back from the first 18 holes. In the middle of a playoff series, and then he, get, you know what he bet in the second 18? That he get a double-double and score over 30 points. Guess what? He scored 42. Yeah. I bet LeBron sucks at golf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I mean, again, what he does outside, what he did outside of basketball is greater than what MJ did outside of basketball. Um, so there's different things and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, when it comes to the sport, MJ's go. Doesn't it's not even comparable. Don't even argue. Don't even come to it. I mean, yeah. MJ's go. All right, uh, another shout out JLB Technologies. Well, I'm a little, why are we still giving a shout? Well, out? I mean, all he does is trash us on social media. <laughs> I mean, he had one. No, no, it was before that too. All right, so we, I, we maybe, said we, maybe we we're gonna cut him out. We put out we're the merch. I put out the merch thing. And he said he was one of the only people that said no. He wouldn't buy any. So yeah, we're gonna roll right into our our shitty beer review this week. We've got <coughs> Boxer Light, another uh, product of Monroe, Wisconsin. Did not realize so Monroe is a shit can. Clearly, we need to take a field trip to Monroe. <laughs> we go yeah. to the brewery. So no, they, put, they smoke and put the same beer in a fucking can, and call it something different, or what? 
So it is a different brewery. Okay. Boxer Light is made by a craft brewery. Mm, so uh, this 12 is ounces, soft. 97 calories, 0.73 grams of protein. Uh, no preservatives, no additives. 0.73? No added flavors. Um, What's the alcohol percentage? 4.2. Okay. Pretty standard. All natural. Brewing tradition since 1845. I'm just confused as to why Monroe became this weird hub for shit beers. Since, especially since 1845. Boxer yeah. Light. What a name. Uh, 1-800-BEER-205. <laughs> so here we go. Boxer Light. Uh, smell? Not terrible. No. Doesn't smell as bad it's as... It's got a light uh, beer smell. Light. Doesn't smell as bad as Regal Light. No. Regal Light smelled mm. pretty shit. These these weird oh off-brand beers have like such unique tastes. It's got kind of like a... I don't know quite how to like So I'm gonna this. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Doesn't taste like a light beer. Mm-mm. It's kinda of got like a, a you guys get a little bit of a cherry the, aftertaste? The no. problem is is no, I don't get a cherry aftertaste. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, no, I'm actually here's the problem. It, it it's it's I don't like it because it's got like, you know, the the, the heavy beer flavor you know with the light like? beer thickness. Tastes like fat tire. Mm. Oh like uh, take it. Take a drink then, stat boy. I, it does, actually, you know what? It does kind of taste like fat tire. You're right. I would agree with that. But it's a lighter version. Yes, which is not it good. is. The fact that it's lighter makes it worse. Like, it, it's like commit to the lightness or don't. It's it kind of like in like between. Like stat boy, can we get a check on the color of the, the beer? <laughs> Interesting. Well, it's a light beer. Oh, yeah. That is that I don't know where to put this. Man, this is tough. This is a very hard day. I mean, I'm not enjoying it. This is a very hard rating. It's uh, I'm I, probably gonna put this over a good ass beer. Based off of the can, I thought it was gonna be worse than Regal. Yeah, it's not worse than Regal. Regal hands This down. can looks like it's from like the 1970s. I'm, I'm trying This to... looks like an uncle sure. beer that you're like, this is gonna start yeah, to be tasty. This looks like an uncle beer. I mean, they've been around for a while. I'll put it this way. If I wouldn't have done this ta- this tasting and this is in a cooler, I'm probably grabbing a water. But after doing this tasting, I'm probably grabbing this. They need to do a little bit of work on their branding. Um, yeah. Let's see. All right. If this were in a cooler, I'd probably choose Natty Light over it. But yeah. I would choose this over Good Ass Beers and over yeah. last week's. So. So I rated Natty Light a 5.2. It's under it. Our average, average was, light. Our average was 5.1. 5. 5. I was 5.2. Dude, I didn't think it tasted that bad. I'm still drinking it. Which is an improvement for you. <laughs> yeah, Nick, usually you have like two sips and then just hide the can behind <laughs> something over here <laughs> so that I find it a week later. Uh, wow. Hmm. I mean, I, it's under a natural light for me. Yeah. It's better than a good-ass beer. I think I give him a 4.2. I think mine's the opposite. I think good-ass beer is better. You know? No. I think I'm gonna go four point. What's the percent? I'm going alcohol? four point eight. Four point two. Wow. Four point eight. It's a little steep. I was gonna. I'm going four point nine. I'm going four point eight. Um, I'm gonna go four point four. Okay. There it is. Hold on, I'm working on it. I can only touch. Because I, I can't give it the same. I can't put it in the fives, but I'm giving no, it the I highest agree. possible four. It so honestly. Four point nine. Yeah. He said. Oh, well, but are we doing two decimals? No. Things get a little weird. Amateur hour. All right, 4.9. All 
I gave it a 4.5. Okay. Okay. It, it deserves a 4 score. Yeah. It's very unique. Well, that's but I wouldn't, like, in all honesty, like, if I grew up on this beer, I could see how I'd stay loyal to it. It's not, like... Yeah. I, I, like I said... Average score of a 4.65. Okay. So that puts it pretty squarely second, right? Second, yeah. Just ahead of good-ass beers as a 4.34. Which question, I would... Question, yeah, I agree. I would agree. Question for you, Jim. Would you drink this over a Miller Lite? <laughs> yes. Ho, ho, ho. I hey guys, I don't think you understand. What's your name? When was the last time you had one? You know, so I used to I go through a phase. So one like Wes, or not Wes. You gonna drink it out of the only Wes? time that I would drink Miller Lite is when Wes would buy me a Miller Lite because wow. he used to work for Miller. Gotcha. And that's the only time that I would there drink it. But times, if it's free, I'll drink it. There's yeah. been times at a bar like someone tries to buy me a Miller Lite and they just say no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys don't understand how much I despise the flavor. That's insane. All right, Why is that next? insane? It tastes like booty cheeks. <laughs> I, I, I never thought so, but I haven't drank it in forever either. It's never been my favorite choice. I uh, do have a, an unofficial, official, unofficial sponsor to the podcast. Uh, new new podcast on the oh, scene. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Side of Guac. Um, you know, I, I thought maybe we would just try to ignore it since Statboy basically started this podcast without <laughs> telling anyone. Yeah, pretty pretty shady there, but the guy he's doing it with, uh, Great dude. T. Russ, pretty nice dude, got a nice dick. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think hopefully someday he's going to come and, and be on our show. And When's he going to come visit? Yeah, maybe we can do a little collab. When's he going to come visit? I don't, I, don't I don't think I've ever seen him in person. No. I think that night we will do a shitty beer review of like Tecate and we can just eat chips and guac on yeah. the show. Down Tito's? Sure. Tito's and Tecate and Modelo and all are, the good stuff. Are you guys like officially a Mexican podcast? No. no <laughs> that's, that's what we wanted to get rid of in the first episode. We have nothing to do with, with Mexican guac. food. Or, <laughs> no, really our only connection with guac is we're, we're two Chipotle fanatics. Right. Like, okay. Okay. I mean, we each have guys talk about Chipotle? combined. We each probably have Chipotle five to six times. I can attest, beef ate Chipotle two times in one day. <laughs> I was a part of that. Um, yeah, we just both love Chipotle, so we don't really have like. I mean, the podcast is really about anything and everything. Like, yeah, there is really. You guys should start streaming. You guys playing video, which is which is why it would be a good collab. Yeah, it's like yeah. we'll both yeah. just talk random. Yeah. All right, what do we got? So uh, this is a topic I wanted to I wanted to hear from you guys because um, yesterday was actually the ten year anniversary for me. Yes, I'm old, but ten year anniversary that my college friends after our sophomore year uh, stayed here in Dubuque for the summer, and we were all in this apartment complex, and half the group like turned twenty one that summer. But basically, we just consumed way too much alcohol. And it was, it was the textbook summer of we all had summer jobs during the day. We'd work our asses off just to get beer money and then come home, party until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and then, you know, do it all wake again. up and do it all that over That was daily? Again. Oh, dude. That was like – so when I, worked for yeah. the, when I worked for the ice company, it was kind of the same thing. So, I mean, that, that was like it, – it's hard to, like, pick out one exact story, but, like – that was also the summer that like we went from being 
like, oh, we go to college together to, like, we're, we're really good friends. Right, right. And, uh, you know, that really set us up for the last two years uh, of college. And, um, I mean, some really fun times. A lot of times, honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> um, you know, there was one night. So that summer I worked at Applebee's. I was a line cook. But in your garage beers, we don't promote uh, over drinking. Sure. Right. Yeah, That's Nick, it. you didn't say that tonight. Yeah, I've said it enough. But yeah, uh, anyway, so that summer I worked at Applebee's as a line cook. And more times than not, I got shafted with the four to close shift. Oof. Whereas everyone, all like a lot of the other people in our group, they were off at like 9, 10, 11. So one night in particular, I know that I'm closing. And when you're closing at Applebee's, you're actually not getting out of there until one o'clock in the morning. So knowing like there was some big party, it was like a Friday night or something. And I had arranged for one of the guys that was already 21. I I gave him a a 20 and said, Hey, I want three, four locos. And this was like pre like slimmed down four locos. So this was the legit like peak of the yes, like eight percent, eight or 9% of they got 14 circa whatever it was like 2011. Yeah. I mean, these were before they got that before the government stepped in. Right. So I get off of work. I get back to the apartment that we were staying in about 115. Um, and I, the guy that actually bought me the, the four logos picked me up, brings me home and, uh, you know, takes me back to my apartment, whatever. I'm in the shower down the first four loco. Okay. Get out of the shower, getting dressed to go to the party down the second four loco. Okay. Dude, you're getting into crazy territory. We get too. we get to the to the party and probably within 10, 15, 20 minutes, third four loco is gone. Oh my lord. And everything goes black. I'm not surprised. I, I imagine so. I've never heard of anyone drinking three full. I'm pretty sure I was hungover for like two plus. During that time period. I would when agree. It was, the craziest. it was also crazy because um last summer one of Nick's buddies uh, is in yeah. town. And, I, and they go, all right, we're stopping by the liquor store. So I and said, what do you want? I said, surprise me. Sure enough, they show up. Me, <laughs> Brian, and Nick drink a loco. Nick got up. It was just keys. one, though. Right, 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 right. Which now they, um, who is it? Bang has a an alcoholic oh, seltzer. Really? We might have to try that out this weekend. So yeah. as far as summer, I was Like, did you spend any of your summers... Indicator. Indicator. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so hold on. Well, we more of a graduate, not actually in my, when I was in grad school, in my, <laughs> um, I did. Not really undergrad. I went back home, but not necessarily great. There was, oh, I got a good story. Got a good story. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm a wanderer. So what, what that means is anytime that I start drinking, I start wandering and I, I go from place to place. So um, where I ended up staying was about, Mm, six miles away from downtown I ended up walking home <laughs> and there's apartment complexes that were next to each other all identical right and my buddy was like he had to work the next morning he's like I'll leave my he was on the bottom floor he's like I'll leave my window unlocked and that way you can just come in through the window and I don't have to give you a key I said okay sounds good and me and my buddy we walked all the way about six miles home and this door's locked, I'm, or the window's locked. I'm like, what the hell? This douchebag left his window locked? Oh wait, I'm getting there. So I'm like, I'm gonna go knock, <laughs> on, I'm, I'm gonna go knock on his window. I'm walking around to the side of the apartment complex. I see my car parked out front and I go, oh shit. 
that's not my that's not the right apartment complex so we started booking it luckily nothing happened good thing that window wasn't unlocked because we definitely would have gone inside um but sure enough we go right to the apartment complex lift the window sure enough we slept right on the couch <laughs> oh yeah well, we were just talking about before we got on the air the difference between high school friends and college friends right and now that you mention it you do, I feel like, become closer with your college friends yeah. a lot of the time because of things like this, where it's like you live <laughs> because together. Because of drinking? No, 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 not necessarily because of drinking, but because you're living together and like you. Well, you actually go through life. You don't have your parents yeah, anymore. You're on your own. Um, so you spend so much time together. I mean, another, I, that summer, like, I lived at home, but in all honesty, about 75% of the time, I lived on a good friend of mine named Brian Bars, his couch. I literally slept on his couch. I like was there when he went to work. I worked at a golf course, so like we wouldn't play golf together. But besides, like, yeah, it was great. He had a pool at his place. I'd be like, yeah, parents want me to spend the night at home. <laughs> but besides that, like, I slept yeah. on his couch because um, his roommate was gone for the summer, so it was just me and him just mulling it. Um, at that time, he was a security guard, and we just lived <laughs> our best lives. He has yeah. a girlfriend that he's now married to. They have a great looking family. Kid named Bane. Sweet dude, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a four time state wrestler. I'm right throwing it out there. <laughs> um, TJ or Kit, you should recruit this kid before he even gets out there. But he's gonna be a good dude. I had a couple good summers in East. Lansing. Well, but you also had a much different college experience than us. Like I was three hours from home. Cole was an hour, hour fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I was only an hour and a half. I but after you transferred, State. yeah, right. at Michigan State. Well, that those were the summer. Like, cause okay. I went home for the summer after. East Carolina, but at Michigan State, I stayed in East Lansing a couple of the summers, and those were were clown because I lived with four other dudes in a house, and we would I was a park supervisor at a county park. I literally had an off road Segway, like those tires right there were my Segway tires, and I would ride around on the Segway like just solving problems from random county park people all day, and then I'd go home and we'd play Mario Kart. How did you how on a giant so screen. in Bloomington too? So like, there was. The thing that was tough is that Wednesday, Monday and Tuesday were your nights off in Bloomington. From drinking. From drinking. Okay. Because Wednesday was Pub Wednesday. Thursday was Brujas. Friday was Friday. Saturday was Saturday. And then Sunday, fun day. So it was a little bit of a problem there. I didn't I didn't partake in all, all of it all the time. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, I mean... For about two months, it was work was a blast. And the even when I worked in uh, Decatur and I stayed at Home City, I worked at Home City Ice as like an intern and whatnot. I'll tell you what, that was the best job to have during the summer because the freezer was <laughs> thirty two degrees. You get your fresh air. You walked in there, boom, anything you could possibly feel in the morning sounds good. I'm awake. Then you could walk outside. You could sweat it out. I mean. I remember well, you telling me that because you were like, yeah, like move ice. I'm like, oh, yeah. what? I bagged ice. And then like, like if, they need me to be, if they needed me to ride along, I rode along. If they need me to do the cash checks, it was literally the best job I like, could have done as an internship. I learned a lot. I learned everything about Home City Ice, how they operate and everything like that. I mean, it was great. You're going to open up your own ice business? I mean, no, there's too much competition now, but... Um, if somebody needed me to run an ice business, I could run it. Okay. <laughs> Trent, did you, uh, did you spend any summers at college? See, no, I didn't. I didn't stay in Dubuque 
for many for any summers really you should have see and i recommend that at least one junior senior year i think that you should spend yeah i mean we came back we came back for like a few weekends like our junior and senior year in our house um which was a blast um especially like once we were all 21 i mean it was it was a lot of fun but no i mean we never really stayed because you didn't drink before you were 21 no we had neither did i All right, good talk. <laughs> I was ex- expecting you to expand that. Oh, there. no, I mean, no, we just had, I mean, it was a good time. We, nothing, like, crazy, though. I mean, standard. I mean, that, I mean, yeah. that is, so, like, being a part of the fraternity, like, we would go back in the summer to the fraternity house. Yeah. Do we get, but, Ke- do we get Kevin on the spot? Yeah, no. <laughs> so, that's right, I forget, you were a frat boy. I was a frat were president. You, were you a frat? I was frat president. You were in he a frat. You got kicked out. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. That, no, no, that's strike that from me. <laughs> that's El Presidente to you. Oh, yeah. You were a frat pres. Pres. Did you have to, like, get votes? Or I did. Or was it by default? No, no, no. It was by votes, and I ran because I was afraid of who was going to win. So I was like, I showed up organized. The most organized thing I probably have ever done in my entire life was run for that presidency. Um, and what do you do now? <laughs> yeah. Now, but, He's a president. Uh, no, but like in all honesty, it was I. It, I probably like you could say this about different things. I'm probably in all honesty not who I am today without doing that. I grew up when a lot of people were shitheads. I have a big thing about like taking care of people, like making sure people are doing smart things. Like my anxiety and like babysitting and doing different things. Oh my god, did I grow up being president? Because like in all honesty, like you see in the news, like all these different fraternities and stuff like that can owned for people that might be drinking underage might be over drinking that was not happening underneath my watch like i was making so sure you were no fun i was <laughs> no seriously <laughs> one of my no best friends one of my that's my junior year one of my best friends was like when's your presidency up because you suck and i was like i'm not i was like dude i'm doing my job like i'm so but i'll tell list, you what do you list that job on your linkedin i did <laughs> I got I, I got the, the current job with it on my resume. <laughs> so for all you uh, kids at home listening to this, look for for hey, it's better than babysitter for so and so family. I saw recently. I mean, and it was more oh. under. It was more. It's not like I have an own list for it. It was under like leadership opportunities. So like, yeah, I mean, I captain. That. I get that. It's not actually. It's, I mean, well, not going for a coach, but like in the business world, like. Brothers, they can get like, you far. actually yeah. like. Well, I mean, in all honesty, you talk about it. My leadership ability from that, like immensely, like because you have to get respect. Like I've seen some presidents when I was there get treated like dog shit, and then yeah. like, like once I was there, and I was like, listen, I'm not taking shit from you. Fucking get your shit together. This is what you have to do. And I mean, you shoot the shit. You be the person that you want to be. The more personable that you are as a president. Like, it leads into anything that you would do in life. If you want to be a leader, you got to lead by example. If you want to, as, and that's exactly how it was in the, in the fraternity. I led by example. I did the shit that I needed to do, and people followed. So, we'll go to the next. Yeah, so, uh, last topic. I feel, I don't know, I feel like tonight's flying by, but. What time, where, where are we at? I you're think only at, like, 30 minutes. Wow. Sorry. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it's long this. Yeah. So, last topic, we. Cole and I are kind of conspiracy theory. He's way more than I am. 
But um, I wanted to hear. What's happening? Socks one. Socks one, baby. So I wanted to hear from you guys because I've got kind of my own thoughts about it. But like the whole concept of ghosts and like paranormal activity, like, do you believe in it? Um, And like, have you ever had any experiences with it? So, so I'll get right to it. You're a believer. Milliken is one of the most haunted campuses in Illinois, let alone the Midwest. So haunted that if you walk on Milliken's campus, if you look at, uh, oh fuck, what building? One of their, Schilling Hall, like right in the middle of campus, bottom right on like, where you look from the quad to the backside, is all bricked up because there was a mount, not just one, multiple, multiple students were complaining about ghost figures being in the window at night. So they boarded up, they bricked up the window because wow. of how many people were seeing ghosts in the window. Also, the... Uh, Did you ever... So this was before you before got Before I got there. But I will tell you what. I lived... My dorm that I lived in, no longer there. Mills, rip. Torn down? Torn down. Because of the ghosts? Nah, no. <laughs> Other things. Uh, asbestos was kind of oh. shut it down. Really? Um, no longer there. Shout out. Mills, gone. But another campus or another uh, building, I'm trying to think. But the all the all female dorm, um, that was haunted, and they like literally wind or like doors would get slammed shut all the time, like just randomly, just like our garage door tonight. It just and there's a piano here at uh, the Viz. Yeah. The Viz, the piano, I lived in the Viz for about a month. And I'll tell you what, I heard it one time. I was freaked out. You did hear it. Yes. You I, heard the piano. Yes. I, I, that door, I slept. I don't really shut my door. I'm not really like a or a door shut person. Well, I mean, I am, but like locked. I locked. I had to lock it. I was freaked out. Freaked out of the Viz. So like, when you say you heard the piano, was it like one note? No, no, no. Multiple. Like, was it a song? I think. I didn't really give it a chance. I heard it like, like I don't so know. So were you awake or did you get awoken? So I was, no, no, no. It was after um, a slow pitch softball game on Thursday. And we were coming home and like, so a little bit like after dark. How many alcohol drinks had you had? Only two. Only two beers. And I went to go make sure like, and I kid you not. The piano was moving. I went downstairs, shut my door. I didn't even shower. Okay. I didn't shower. Oh, I didn't shower. Oh, 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 so you say you saw the piano moving. The keys were moving. Are you sure you it wasn't? You saw the keys moving. The keys were Are moving. you sure it wasn't one of those pianos that like I don't turn know. it on and it plays by I itself? don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know. Have you asked anyone else that's lived in there? The, the Viz is haunted. And they, Mallory Gardner, one of my players, she said, and she was talking about, I don't forget the name of the lady that is haunts the viz but yes morning sure that's harry potter <laughs> <laughs> so you're so you the have personally haunted. experienced yes ghosts oh yeah so i also so at first at teak i uh the first time i lived there so 11 o'clock at night my frat my frat the doors we there's like a magnetic thing that like like lets all the doors shut at the same time at 11 yeah. o'clock. First night that I spent the night there, the door shut and I thought that was like haunted <laughs> as fuck. But then somebody was like, oh yeah, by the way, that happens at 11 o'clock. 
So I thought that was another opportunity. But I kid you not, the biz, that was fucked. I I didn't even shower that night. Didn't shower. I locked my door. I walked downstairs, locked it. I'm not even sure I slept that night. What do you think, Joe? So, to my knowledge, my memory right now, I've never directly, like, experienced, but I definitely believe in, like, paranormal activity, ghosts, both good and, like, bad. Like, I think there's, like, certain situations where it's, like, they're looking out for you, but I also, like, I 100% believe in, like, um, like, demonic possession and, like, the devil and all that crazy shit. So, but I, to my knowledge, like, I've never experienced, like, you know, or, or seen something that would, you know, actually make me believe or have proof, I guess. So, I can go further into this. I don't, as far as ghosts, you want to say angels, you want to go further into it. So, I've been into near-death experiences. Yeah. And I kid you not, kid you not, so I've gotten in a car accident where the um, gravel or the truck hit the gravel and then I got thrown into a cornfield. I kid you not, I'm pretty sure I got engulfed by something because I walked away from there scratch free. Like the car got tossed upside down a couple times. The person that ended up coming to take the truck out of the field asked how many people died. And nobody, like we had one surgery out of the entire thing and I had a cut on my head, that was it. And I felt something, I swear I felt something in the car like engulf my body and just like place me outside the car. That's the last thing that I remember. Cause I remember like hitting into the gravel, getting engulfed, and then I woke up outside the car. I mean, look, I actually think I'm a pretty You're open, a skeptic. I'm an open-minded person, but when it comes to this, I, I think more likely than not, that's all bullshit. What makes you think, what makes you want to believe in it? Because you're the opposite of me. So you're much I, more logical, yet you you actually believe in that shit. Yeah, I mean, I think what makes me believe it in the first place is more of like the the possession, the demonic, like. But like, why do you why do you believe in it? I Just would go further. It's I, I can eat no. Time. I mean, I've, I've I've read about it, and I've I seen documentaries and things like that. I honestly got. I think that there's that. enough proof today. To suggest that it's possible. I also believe that there, each one of us, it's more than just the body. I believe that each one of us has a soul that once, I don't know where it goes or what happens after one passes away. But based on the two experiences that I've had, I've had an out-of-body experience. Something happens with that soul and I don't take away from the fact that something gets stuck here on Earth. I mean, I... I, I Like a soul... Get stuck here, that becomes a ghost if they want to haunt. Them. I could, um, <laughs> I could somewhat get behind the uh, soul theory, but like I just don't get why a ghost would haunt in the first place. So what's their motivation? So a lot of it is just somebody has a poor experience. So like a lot of them are the psychic wards. So like ghosts stick around because they had a bad experience and their soul gets stuck here behind because they were done here. Or somebody was murdered somewhere, or like let's. But say- again, I just don't see the point. Like, let's say there's a greater purpose for everything. It's like, if souls exist, it's likely that you know maybe there's like a heaven or a god or something along those lines. So those probably are likely that they coexist. So 
what would be the point of someone being like, nah, you're stuck there to haunt? So have you seen the movie Soul? No. That Disney just put out? I haven't. So it's kind of a good example. So basically this guy's soul goes up there and like he's like, I'm not ready to be like, I've got shit that I need to go down. And he goes back down, he gets into like a little bit of another body, he kind of watches bodies go kind of go through the motions. And like somehow like his soul got back down from heaven from whatever and wasn't done so therefore like if you want to talk about ghosts where they're like fuck this i don't want to be here or if ghosts and that side of things want to haunt they could have gone to hell and then that it could be something from hell saying okay we're gonna fuck with people just for the fun of it though i mean think about is, hell. is that what it is think about hell there's well, okay, but like, that's what I don't understand. It's I don't like, know. I wouldn't necessarily say for the fun of it. I think it's like my belief is like temptation, temptation or torment. Just torment. Like people. they, they had question like, that faith. person had a very negative experience in life. They were persecuted. They were attacked. Whatever it was. Oh, so they're getting revenge on society. Either yeah, yeah, yeah well, something like that. I mean, I could, I guess, I could somewhat see that, but it still seems like. Once you die, you're over that. It's like, why would you bother coming back? Not necessarily. They're, dude, it's easy for us to say that. We've had pretty good lives. Yeah. I, I mean, like, you're right. That, that That's one plausible explanation is if someone wants to torment when they come back. A lot but of people in the psychic like, wards, that's why some of those psychic wards are haunted. Yeah. Because they were, did not have a lot. Like, ADHD back in, like, the yeah. 60s, that was a... Something mental you got put, a mental disease you got put into a psych ward for. But again, I just don't see how like what the whole purpose of haunting would be. I, I just Some, I, I so don't, let's it say something. Let's, put it, let's put it down. Like, it doesn't make you sense. got bullied out of your fucking mind. Sure. And you killed yourself. Your yeah. soul doesn't go up to for whatever reason. Let's say your soul doesn't sure. go up there. It gets stuck around. Yeah. You're not gonna go fucking torment the people that bullied you. I mean, I guess, but literally you're doing that. The soul is you. Well, right. So, but like, then you're there for eternity. At some point, you're not telling me that's not going to get old. Oh, it would get old, (laughs) but you're still going to fucking do it. You're like, I don't care about tormenting these people. Oh, I agree. I've been doing this for a hundred years. But like, um, also, I I don't see it like what they're doing. So it's obviously scary when like doors open and close and pianos are played. At the end of the day, can they do anything to you? No. So, well, I mean, if you're not you want really, to get to the conjuring and stuff like that, those are based off real yeah. stories. Well, the yeah, but they stuff. also thought witches were real back in the day. They would burn Okay, them. but, like, I, and I'm... Fucked up shit. You're right. Normally, like, I view things through a skeptic lens. Right. But, like, there is documented proof, like, in the, the Catholic Church of demonic possession. Like, it's not just like, oh, I think that door closed. It's like... People weren't able to leave buildings and they'd have scratch marks and bruises on their body because of the demons that didn't let them leave the building. Okay, but there's also pirates that have claimed they've seen the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> things are claimed all the time. I mean, I would agree. Dude, I'm with you. And I'll tell you what, I've gone down some back roads and I've seen some shit that I don't know if I've seen. <laughs> but like, Unless, know. like, it's proven not guilty, like, you're innocent until proven not guilty. No, I, I mean, look, I agree. I usually take that mindset. It's like, all right, I, I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just viewing my skepticism. So, we'll go into a conspiracy theory. So, basically, kind of off of this. So, I read lately Snow White, and I'm going to pull it up because it, I this think it's a bit of a little bit. We're jumping from ghosts, ghosts, ghosts and, and demons to a cartoon. 
to know it afterlife. Okay, well, it's a Snow White conspiracy. But like this stuff, this is where I draw the line because like a cartoon is literally made up by someone. Right, right. And right, but it has a reason. So it could, the reason could just be to, to fuck with people. So when poison, so when Snow White was poisoned by the apple, she dies. The prince actually is a metaphor for death. The prince kisses Snow White is the actual her taking her up on the other side and taking her away from the symbolic white horse that they ride away on, which represents death and her leading to the afterlife. Okay, I mean... So yeah, therefore, I like, once she, like, that. comes, like, awake, she had actually died. She'd been awake and waiting for somebody to take her to the afterlife. Yeah, which but I'm with very you well that, could be true, but, like, that's not real. Like, that's someone's storytelling. I mean, I agree, but I think that's a, a, a Disney version of saying that, like, once you pass away, there's something after. But that's someone's theory on right. what was written. Right. So that may not even be right. No, I agree. But there's a lot of those things. If you want to look at Up, Up has, what's his name? I, I did see that. Up is the young gentleman that's trying to earn his badges, is him trying to earn his wings as an angel. He's taking the older gentleman that might get tempted to go to hell but taking him to heaven as he goes through the different process. I mean, that's cool, but like, who's the writer of Up? No, I mean, man, you, I also you're Debbie Downer tonight. I'm not Debbie Downer. No, I think that's just some people that overthink the you shit. You can just, well, yeah, so I mean, like, it what's, makes what's your opinion? So you don't think that Disney has any reason for any of the movies that they write? No, you don't I think, think Elsa do. and any of those have any of a reason, any of a background? No, they do 100%. But I also there's more think of a story you that think there's to some these. crazy ass fucking people in the world that make up bullshit all the time, put it on the internet, and then everyone believes it. Yeah. Yes. I 100% so, believe in ghosts. I, I do. I do believe Have in ghosts. Have you ever had a. I believe there's a lot of skepticism in. Okay, in so let's talk, let's talk about Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. What is your obsession with cartoons right now? So, Winnie They're the Pooh. They're all fake, Cole. No, no, the Winnie the Pooh <laughs> actually talks about a bunch of mental disorders. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. So Tiger or Tigger has ADHD. Winnie yeah. the Pooh is, or Winnie the Pooh has an eating disorder. Yeah. I'm t- I don't think that you're understanding because if you actually watch SpongeBob, there's a lot more. And oh, yeah. he even said it before he passed away. There's a lot more to the background of the story than him just SpongeBob. Yeah. So like you guys <laughs> demoralizing and talking about some of these things that didn't happen. There's so actually I, a background to I some know. of these things that were written for I a reason. Agree. I agree with that. But, but like, I don't I think that like or explained is someone's imagination. Right. And that's what we're saying. Right. But that's like those, and especially when the Pooh and stuff like that, those were a way of people representing that people didn't see. So like you like demoralizing that and like laughing at it, those were actually reasons. And he actually talked about those were reasons on why those characters were the way they were. Yeah. There is background for that. And, yes. Right. And I'm not like downplaying that that's just not where like where i draw what i choose to like think is believable and real like i am more drawn to the real documented cases of right but i also think that like what we don't give credit to disney is the amount of behind the scenes that they put into the writing is and their graphics is unbelievable there's different things that if you pick up on that like storylines from one movie actually play into another movie so like, like uh, the people passing away in Frozen are actually leads into Tarzan. Tarzan, the parents passing away, actually leads into Frozen. You mean yeah, that that makes sense. Right. I was gonna say the other way around wouldn't have made sense, but yes. 
I can I can possibly see that. But here's the thing: there's so many things. That, there's so many theories about Disney that it's like it's impossible for them to all be true. I agree. So it's like, all right, what was true? What wasn't? I mean, was there some like writers that were trying to sneak in the word sex in the Lion King? Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, like, so who knows? Who knows what's going on over there? But I mean, I think at the end of the day, I think there's certainly some there's some valid skepticism. But I think, like Trent was saying, like certain people have decided to take it way too far, right? And then, I mean, we're in the day and age now where anyone can say anything, and if there's enough, you know, I mean, there's enough people out there that they're going to believe it, right? I mean, you're seeing that in right. the news today. Like, one yeah, little exactly. glimpse of, like, they're bringing up cold cases like it's left and right, and they're trying to bring it back. And it's just like, there's certain things that just need to be left alone. And, like... Some, I hate to say like old, like old fashioned and stuff like that, but for like a lot of the cold cases now, like the times are different back then than they are now. Like some of the reasons why people did different things, it was more common back then than it is now. So like one of the things that I saw on daily news is they were taking up a, something that happened uh, at a, a fraternity house back in like 2013 and like underage drinking and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Is it terrible that somebody passed away? Yes. It is something that happens at any college that you go to, and it's not right. Don't get me wrong. If you're listening and stuff like that, if anybody's experiencing over like consumption of alcohol, take them to the hospital, take care of them. But like it happens. But like it happened way back. I mean, like the 70s, the 80s, and shit like that happened all the time. And like people are trying to now take it in the scope of 2021 into it in the scope of like the early 2000s and it's just like that's not the same <laughs> that was a very big jump you just made yeah I, I, I'll be honest I don't know if I quite followed <laughs> so basically so there was a cold case on the daily news yeah oh, oh you went from news I see so because you're saying news stretches stories right. and then you went to right that. so they took a scope of something that happened in 2000 2005 to now trying to put it in the lens of 2021 and like they're just two different eras, and they like this person trying to sue these people that were in charge of this fraternity in two thousand five, and it's just like, come on, that's a bit of a stretch. Well, I think we've uh, drifted yeah. pretty far yeah, away from, from ghosts and paranormal. <laughs> At the end of the day, like part of me, and I, I can't really quite put a percentage on it, but there is a I would say above a ten percent. I I hope that someday I, I I experience some form of paranormal activity. No. Well, look, let me put it this way, all right? Uh, if paranormal, if ghosts exist, someday we will, until the human race dies out, we'll have the technology to actually prove it. So, I think at some point we'll get an actual answer. I believe it. I've had an out-of-body experience. I think things stick around. I'm all about it. Have either of you ever experimented with a Ouija board? Nope, and I won't. No, but I've known people that have, and they get freaked out. By yeah. It. Do you believe it? No. You don't believe it? No. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that shit. After, it, dude, okay. I'm, I'm telling you, believer. you almost died twice, you believe in a lot of shit that you've never believed in. I am also super superstitious because of just in case. So would I ever fuck with it? No. <laughs> but I don't necessarily believe it. You don't really want to test it. I don't want to test it out. I don't want to test it out. That's open to Pandora's I mean, box right there. Ouija boards? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would never fuck with one, that's for sure. Do, I mean, do I 100% believe in it? Not necessarily, but... Again, yeah, I mean, stuff like that is fucking crazy. I will, well, it, I, I never want to put myself in a situation where I'm willingly bringing spirits yeah. into whatever I'm living in or where I'm at. I agree. If it happens to me, fine. But if I, I'm not willingly... And you want it to be someone to... else's fault. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm not asking anybody any questions I don't want the answer to. And that's answers and questions I don't so want the answer to. So we're going we're gonna to put a question out there to our followers. Our 1,000 plus followers... Uh, if you have ever experienced a form of paranormal activity, I want to hear, I, I personally want to hear your story. Uh, we'll do a, a FaceTime, whatever you want to do. Um, cause uh, above all else, I don't know exactly why, but I am super interested in like paranormal activity, secret societies, huh. like all of oh, this. Like, secret under, societies? Yeah, that's a whole that's other a different story. We'll get there on another day. Let's get but I almost went down a rabbit hole the yeah. other night trying to learn about the... Oh, uh, the Illuminati? No, the Masons. Oh. There's some, yeah. there some stuff to uncover there. Yeah. But um, what actually prompted me to put this topic on the show tonight was the TikTok account mm. that I found... And I sent to both of you. Yeah. Nick, almost immediately, you replied, I don't believe it. It's all fake. Cole, we talked about it at lunch today. And I said, you got to you gotta go way back and start, like, watching this. I did. Like, I, like, I, I said, think that I, his, his might be fake. But I do not doubt the simulation. If we will, that's another topic. That's another yeah, day. That's going to be a big net topic. Nick's a believer in the simulation. Actually, I'm not anymore. You're not? Yeah. Okay, but. Neil deGrasse Tyson talked me out of it. That's another like, topic. I, another day. I spent a half an hour. Was that last night or two nights ago? Last night. Last night, watching these videos on TikTok, and like every video, I'm trying. Like I am <laughs> trying to find something that, like, oh, that's totally fake. But like, I gotta rewatch. These there's things. there's a lot in there that it's like there there's it's like you close the door, but it's just. A hairline crack open See, that, that could be actually real. But here's the problem. If you can look at each one of our personalities on this show, I'm a big, I'll trust somebody until they burn me. Yeah. Type of person. And so, like, I, I'll yeah. fall for that. So, like, if somebody's give, feeding me the shit, until, you, until I'm proven wrong or you're proven wrong, I'll trust you. But once you prove me wrong, I don't believe you. Um, and I... I could see differences in personalities. Like, I don't know if Nick's necessarily that way. That like, like Nick will be like, you got to prove it to me first and then I'll kind <laughs> yeah, of go from there. For the most part, yeah. Um, but I'm a big like, I'll believe you until you prove, like, I'll trust you. I'll have your back for no reason. I just... Also, like, I definitely entertain con- human conspiracy theories because no, I, I think those happen a lot more than people realize just because of human nature. Right. Like, human nature is, you know, to lie and to cover your tracks and things like that. And I think that happens a lot at grand scales. But that's a whole different right. guess as well. So, like I said, we'll, uh, we'll put a prompt out there. If you have experienced some paranormal activity, I want to hear about it. Because, uh, like I said, at the end of the day, it really interests me. That last segment took a whole lot of different turns. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and I think we can go, I mean, we easily could have 
talked about brand stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I just did. I talked about Snow White uh, and I talked about going back yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some more conspiracy theories that we're going to talk about on the show. Love it. Because um, I think it is it is interesting. I think for me, it's it's interesting because like <laughs> depending on what it is, what information is presented, like I then either A, want to find proof that it's true or B, like work to find proof that <laughs> oh, it's Oh, I agree. Up. I'm a big like Oh, I love dabbling in it, and I'll go and I'll. You could pitch pitch me something that's absolutely just dumb shit crazy, and I'm not saying I believe it, but I'm gonna go down a couple rabbit holes to figure out like if there's a bunch of people that believe in it, a bunch of people that don't. Um, but like any conspiracy, I'll dive into. So if you got conspiracy theories, also throw them at us. Sure. I'd love to go down that rabbit hole. So this episode eight took a lot. We started with Brooks Kepka and Bryce yeah. Shampo. But we ended with uh, ghosts slash paranormal activity slash conspiracy theories. Devils and yeah. So a uh, lot of lot of wide turns, and that's really why you listen to this podcast because we'll talk about anything and everything from start to finish. So we're gonna have some guests coming up here, so watch out for that as well. Episode eight, garage beers in the books. That's a wrap. Cheers.